0: Hello and welcome to Code Conversations, a podcast series from ECNM Magazine that focuses on interpreting the National Electrical Code. I'm Ellen Parson, Editor-in-Chief of ECNM, and I'm sitting down today with NEC expert Russ LeBlanc to discuss some of the most significant changes to the 2023 edition of the code, all in 10 minutes or less. Most of you probably already know Russ, he's a master electrician, electrical instructor, trainer. Certified electrical inspector and longtime contributor and code consultant to ECNM Magazine, bringing you some of our most popular pieces of content, including what's wrong here, moving violations videos, and illustrated code catastrophes. For today's episode, we're going to discuss replacement of equipment, and that's in section 555.15. So it looks like this change, which deals with equipment that is replaced at docking facilities, it looks pretty significant so russ can you explain what this means for electrical professionals and why it's so important
1: i really like the idea behind this new requirement but i think the wording may be a little confusing right now hopefully the wording is clarified for the 2026 code for now we need to read each of the two sentences very carefully to figure out what's required the public input for this was driven by the fact that marinas and boatyards provide an extremely harsh environment for electrical equipment, and keeping that equipment in good working order is imperative for keeping people and property safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When modifications or replacements are made, we need to read the first sentence. And when repairing existing equipment that has been damaged, we need to read the second sentence.
0: Okay. Um, how does that this new or revised code language in the sentences change the requirements from the previous edition of the NEC.
1: Previously, there were no requirements in the NEC, oh. specifically covering replacement of this equipment. Okay, The informational note informs us that NFPA 303, the fire protection standard for marinas and boat yards, which provides guidance for electrical inspections of marinas. In fact, section 5.20.1 of NFPA 303 states, an inspection of all electrical wiring ground connections conduit hangers supports connections outlets appliances devices and portable cables installed or used in a marina boatyard boat basin or similar establishment shall be made at regular intervals to ensure a complete inspection at least annually so this new nec requirement is following along this idea of re-inspecting the installation after the initial installation.
0: Okay. Um, So on another note, it looks like in addition, uh, the addition requires existing equipment that has been damaged to be identified, documented, and repaired by a qualified person, quote unquote qualified person. So is that new to this section? And if so, why is it significant?
1: Yes, this requirement is all new and it's very significant. Let's break this down sentence by sentence. The first sentence only applies to modifications or replacements of electrical enclosures, devices, or wiring methods on a docking facility, and requires an inspection of the circuit when these modifications or replacements are made. The second sentence only applies to existing equipment that has been damaged. This damaged equipment must be identified, documented, and repaired by a qualified person to the minimum code requirements at the time the original installation was made rather than the present code. Mm-hmm. Now that seems a little peculiar to me mm-hmm. as it may be difficult to determine exactly which code edition was applicable right. when the installation was originally made. Mm-hmm. Was it 1987 or perhaps it was 1999, 2005 or 2008?
0: Absolutely.
1: Right? The person mm-hmm. making these repairs today may potentially need to follow a much older NEC edition
0: rather than the 2023 edition. Hmm, that, that is interesting. So, yeah. well, how do you see this revision impacting regular operating procedures then for electrical professionals, you know, working in current day marine applications? This type of work can certainly be
1: challenging due to this the harsh environments and the working conditions that are often involved in these locations. Hopefully, the owners of these facilities are ensuring regular inspections and testing as specified in NFPA 303 are being performed on their property to maintain a safe place. As for electrical professionals, new installations will need to comply with present NEC requirements. But when it comes to replacing damaged equipment, they may need to do some research to mm-hmm. figure out when the original installation was made and which addition of the NEC was adopted in that jurisdiction at the time of that
0: original installation okay well that sounds very important and like you always say it definitely always makes sense if you have a question talk to your local ahj to clarify absolutely so it looks like we're out of time for today thank you russ for sharing your unique insights from the field and industry knowledge with us in closing i'd also like to thank managing editor ellie coggins and associate editor michael morris for editing and putting these podcasts together making this valuable information available to all of our readers and listeners. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publications. That's it for today's code conversation. Please let me know if you have any pressing NEC podcast topics you'd like to listen to in the future. And don't forget to check out our website for more great content resources for electrical construction professionals. Thank you and have a great day.